Welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We're a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning. We're very glad you're here. I would like to extend a special welcome to those of you who are visiting with us for the first time. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there is a spark of the divine in every person. It is in this tradition of that heritage that I ask you to greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. Will you say with me the words by which we light our chalice? In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. A jazz prayer. God of syncopated rhythms and dissonant riffs. God of lone saxophone solos on a summer's night on a steamy subway platform. God who brings chord progressions into resolution or who keeps two themes in creative tension forever. God who brings music from any instrument, from a straight woman in grief, from gay women in love, from a man born in a woman's body, or a woman born in a man's, from those who choose to live alone. No matter who we are in this life, who we were born, and who we hope to become, no matter what shape our bodies, what politics, what sex, or what gender, what education, no matter what, O God, make us instruments of thy will, sowing love, making love, making music too, improvisation, accompaniment, call and response, theme and variation, ebb and flow, you and me, music, moving with the spirit, pure jazz. May our lives, O God, be pure jazz. And because Unitarian Universalist theology is somewhat jazzy, it is hard to explain sometimes. And people will ask you, I don't understand, how can you have a worship service in a sanctuary with people who believe in no God or some kind of God or a force or the divine or the one? How do you do that? And we can answer, well... Our mission focuses us and holds us together, and it is we gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. May it be so. It is a tradition for this congregation on Veterans Day to recognize veterans. And so in a, min in a minute, I'm going to ask the veterans to stand, but I want to ask you let us honor them in a way that is deeper than just by applause. And so um, as they stand, I would ask you to send them your blessings and good wishes. And we're going to read together a reading in the back of your hymnal, number 583, a poem by Archibald MacLeish. Will our veterans please stand? If you are able... And willing, would you remain standing while we read? It is good to be able to look at you and see what all the soldiers 
would look like now if they had all come back, and we're very, very glad that you did. The young dead soldiers do not speak. Nevertheless, they are heard in the still houses. Who has not heard them? They have a silence that speaks for them at night and when the clock counts. They say, we were young, we have died, remember us. They say, we have done what we could, but until it is finished, it is not done. They say, we have given our lives, but until it is finished, no one can know what our lives gave. They say our deaths are not ours, they are yours. They will mean what you make them. They say whether our lives and our deaths were for peace and a new hope or for nothing, we cannot say. It is you who must say this. They say we leave you our deaths, give them their meaning. We were young, they say. We have died. Remember us. We thank you all for your service and we honor you. What do improvisation, swing, the blues have in common with Unitarian Universalist theology? Theology is a word we use for what we think about the divine and how we think about human beings and the human condition and the planet we live on and the relationship between the humans and the divine and the planet and um, what we're supposed to do while we're here. As I said before, Unitarian Universalist theology is pretty jazzy. What do I mean by that? Well, jazz is based on the principle that an infinite number of melodies can be said to fit any particular chord progression of any song. Now, if you're not a musician and if you don't know what a chord progression is, just kind of let it go over your head because I don't have time to explain it. But you'll understand the rest of it. A song has a certain structure and certain chords, and, and, and th- there are lots of melodies that can fit that chord. And in jazz, um, each person is invited to improvise a melody that fits those chords at a certain point in the song. And if you want the song to go on a really long time, everybody in the band might have an improvisation opportunity. You'll find surprising dissonances, which is a musical term that just means uh, doesn't really seem to go together, Um, and surprising harmonies. And one of the good things about jazz is that if you're listening and you just can't stand what's going on right now, just wait a minute and it'll change. You're going to live through this. The next thing will be okay. And you use, which is what we call Unitarian Universalists for short, you use have some basic structures around which we weave our infinite thought patterns and belief patterns. Um, those are called our seven principles. And they are things like the worth and dignity of every human. Um, they are things like the uh, responsible search for truth and meaning. That's We search for truth, but it needs to be responsible. Um, 
We believe that the democratic process is the way to get things done. We believe that compassion and justice are in some way compatible and that we should hold them both in mind at the same time. And we believe that justice is for everybody, not just a select few. A few years ago, uh, the UU World, which is the name of our UU magazine, had an article in it about jazz and UU theology by its editor, Tom Stites. And I've been thinking about it ever since. He said things like, everybody's welcome in, um, in, a, uh, in jazz, and everybody's welcome in Unitarian Universalist theology. And uh, people are welcome to improvise. Um, I've lost, I've just lost, I'm going to have to improvise. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everybody's welcome to improvise. So um, in jazz, improvise means to, to spontaneously compose a melody as you play it. So the jazz musicians who are improvising, they haven't practiced that in their apartment before they get to the gig. They are in the music, and they are feeling the music, and they're making up the music as they play it. Otherwise, it's not improv. See? And Unitarian Universalists, sometimes we have to improvise because we don't have a strict code that says, in this situation, do this. In this situation, do this. In this situation, think this. So we've got to improvise. And improvisation in in jazz or in life is... Scary. It takes courage because you have to take responsibility for what you play. Yeah, and some of what you play works really well, and some of what you play just doesn't work at all. Am I right? And you can tell pretty instantly whether it worked or not. One good thing I hear from musicians is that you're always just a half step away from what will work. So just slide up a little bit, you'll be all right. I think it's probably like that in life, too, although I'd have to give that some more thought before I wanted to say it, because I'm improvising now, so. (laughs) A few years ago on road trips, Kaya and I would read aloud to each other from a book called um, To a Young Jazz Musician, Letters from the Road, by a man named Wynton Marsalis, great jazz musician. He grew up in New Orleans. He studied at Juilliard. And um, now he's the artistic director for jazz at the Lincoln Center. He's about as high up as you can get. And his book is fabulous, and it has about a thousand sermons in it. He says, To improvise means to find your own way of intelligently using what you have in order to improve your environment. To swing means to maintain equilibrium with elegance, to be resilient. And to play the blues means that no matter how tragic a situation may be, you have the ability to conquer it with style. The blues recognizes the importance of human will. It says, I'm down now, but I can get up again. He said, if you just say, I'm down, I might as well stay down, that's just blues. What makes it the blues is the get up part. (laughs) 
Tom Stites in his article said both jazz and Unitarian Universalism are deeply democratic in that everybody has a voice and everybody has to feel the music. Everybody has to hold the big picture in mind while playing your own individual part. And you have to know enough about your part in order to improvise on it um, if you're not going to just follow directions. So first you just follow directions and then once you know what you're doing, then you start improvising. So it involves both responsibility and freedom because while improvisation is always welcome, skillful improvisation is much more appreciated. So you have to be responsible to to bring something good, a good contribution to the table once you start playing with the band. And as, this church, as people in this church move from being visitors to being frequent visitors to being almost members to members to experienced members, you move from just listening to the music to being part of the band. Does that make sense? Great. You develop more and more of an understanding of what the whole group is doing. And ideally... If you're going to start improvising, you feel the beat of the whole thing in your bones. And you can follow the chord changes, and you can remember what song you're playing. This is the song we're playing. Some people want to go off and improvise over here. They can, but it's more helpful for the group as a whole if we all remember what song we're playing. You have to listen to the other players with humility. That's a word Marsalis uses to talk about the masters of improvisation. You have to listen with humility. Knowing that one part is no more important than another. And that you achieve mastery when you can listen with enough humility to back off when it's not your turn and support the other people in their sound. And then when it's your turn to come forward and bring all your joy and your sorrow and your skill to what you're bringing into the melody. What Marsalis tells everyone is play with each other, stay encouraged and keep practicing. That's it in a nutshell. And I think if there were a church that didn't have a a mission statement that it had already decided on, that this would be a good one. Play with each other. Stay encouraged. Keep practicing. We're playing the music of our lives. We bring our music into the room together. Sometimes there's discord and sometimes there's harmony. It's always surprising. Liberal religion says that when we come together to try to get something done and we bring all our differences with respect into the same room, we summon the holy. I find the harmonic surprises to be miraculous in church life. We hear something we've never heard before or in a way we've never heard it. We We think things we've never thought before. We feel things we hadn't felt before, or we feel things that we love to feel. We may feel understood here, or we may feel befriended here, or liberated, or challenged, or healed. We may learn about ourselves. We may learn to say, 
that's not me. I'm not really interested in that. But this is me. I'm really interested in this. Or, no, I don't want to do that. But yes, I want to do this. Or yes, I can do this much of this. But that much is too much. And we learn about ourselves that way. And our lives become pretty jazzy and improvisational because of the lack of fear of hell. We don't have to fear hell so we can make mistakes. We don't have to think, if I don't think correctly or behave correctly, God, who loves me, is going to send me straight to hell. Um, And do things to me that we wouldn't do to our children or otherwise we'd be thrown in jail. Things get to make sense and we get to push for things to make sense here without fear of going to hell for it. And so we can experiment and we can make mistakes and we can live vivid and colorful lives and be ethical people and, and, and demand that things are hang together for us. Well, all the same pitfalls face us as Unitarian Universalists that face jazz musicians. Too much individuality leads us to dominate when we should step back. To feel that what we have to say is the most important thing. We might have a little too much confidence in our own flash and understanding and gradually cease being learners. That's a tragedy. Marsalis says the bottom line is practice. Always be practicing something. Never think you don't have to go back and practice the basics. And he has other P's too. He has four P's. Practice is the first one. The second one is um, patience. You're going to need patience because, number one, you're not going to know how to do this completely, perfectly, right at first. And many of us, as I've said before, hate to do things we're not good at. And so we have to be willing to just not be good at something. We have to be willing to practice until we're better. And we have to have patience with the other musicians in the band because at any given moment, we might be more serious about the music than they are. And we have to be patient with those who aren't as serious about it as we are. Persistence is the third P. He says... You need persistence because playing jazz is a life replete with difficulties and self-doubt, and it never goes away. There's always self-doubt. It never goes away. Once you get on this road, you're going to be on it. It won't get easier. It doesn't matter if your popularity goes up or if you make money. The act of creation and remaining invigorated to create cannot be purchased or hyped. Gravity never stops pushing, and persistence is the way to push back. Gravity never stops pushing. The last P is productivity. What you do is what you will do. Let me unpack that because it's kind of Buddhist and it's a little too simple. What you do is what you do, not what you wish you could do, what you talk about doing, what you plan to do, what you ought to do, what your friends are doing, what you admire somebody else for doing, none of that is doing. Writing about doing it is not doing. 
doing is doing. Marsalis talks about his, his football life in Louisiana, where they are as serious about football as we are in Texas. He says, you can talk big, you can think you're the man, but when you're tired, when you're under attack, and when you have fumbled, that's where what you're made of shows. When you're tired, when you're under attack, when you've fumbled, that's where what you're made of shows. And he said there was a guy on the team who would just get in your face and ruthlessly encourage you. I love that phrase, ruthlessly encourage you. And he would get in your face and say, let's see. Let's see what you're made of now. I have to get in your face about something. Because uh, we are fumbling a little. And it might just be me that I have fumbled, okay? Because we're in the middle of this stewardship drive. And we decided to do the stewardship drive in a very vision-driven way this time. I just told you what the vision was for the church we wanted. And y'all visitors, please excuse us. We're talking in-house now. Um, Told you what the vision was for the church that we wanted, that I thought I heard that you wanted. And um, we didn't give you updates about, you know, we have this goal and we're this close to our goal. We just said, everybody, please be generous within your means. And many of you all really were. Many of you all were. And I'm not talking to you either. Okay, I'm just going to say to you, thank you for doing your fair share. And um, so I was thinking, we are falling short in this canvas. Very, very short. Um. In order to have the congregation that we would like to have, we're $165,000 short. That is a lot of money. In order just to keep doing what we have been doing um, and pay our people fairly, in order just for that scenario, we'll talk all about this at the congregational, pre-congregational meeting at 1.30, but I want to tell you because y'all aren't coming to that. Um, don't ask me how I know. <laughs> um, in order just to do what we've been doing, maintenance and fair pay, we're $65,000 short. In order to do what we have been doing and freeze all pay, um, we're $30,000 short. See what I mean? We're in trouble. We're in trouble. The $165,000 short budget gives us a a beefed-up music program, a fully-funded religious education program. It gets my salary to the same salary you guys were paying your last minister, which it is not right now. It gets us to fair pay for everybody, and it moves us ahead. The 65000 short budget um, still has your minister paid less than your last minister was, and it... Um, doesn't get us as much momentum as we would like. The frozen budget, which we are, even with that minimum, grindingly 
thin budget. We are $30,000 short. In order to, to do that, we would have to, in order to do without that 30000 we would have to, um, the only way we can get the, the money from the operating budget that we can tell is by asking your church staff to have their pension suspended, which you have done before, many years ago, not many, three. You balanced your budget on the back of your staff. This is not justice. We need those of you who have not pledged yet to make a pledge. We need those of you who examine your conscience and feel that maybe you pledged kind of like you would pledge to public radio and you didn't pledge like you pledged to your church community. Maybe your conscience says we could do better. Maybe you can upgrade a little bit. Maybe you can upgrade a lot. You are good people and you want to do the right thing. I know... I know that's true. And I was talking to a church member this week about it, and she said, you know, in the best Marigold Hotel, the guy says, everything will be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. Maybe I fumbled by not giving you enough information as we went along. Maybe y'all fumbled by not examining your conscience deeply enough, doing really what you can instead of what's comfortable. We'll see what we're made of now. My wish for us is that we practice until we're good at improvising, finding our own way of intelligently using what we have in order to improve our environment. At swing, Maintaining equilibrium with elegance and at playing the blues so that no matter how tragic a situation seems to be or may in fact be, we have the capacity to conquer it with style. So now go in peace. May you learn persistence. May you learn equilibrium with elegance. May we learn patience with ourselves and others. And may we learn that when we're down, we get up again. May it be so. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.